Atop an old hill overlooking flowing green fields sits a cluster of stone buildings with one tall tower keeping watch. A closer look reveals the crumbling remains of a ghost town. If you were to look up at Krakow from the green fields below, you would find yourself awed by the imposing stony buildings that rise towards the sky. After countless natural disasters, the buildings and streets still put up a formidable front. Walking these empty streets, you might find yourself drawn into the secrets this abandoned ghost town hides. Hello and welcome to another episode of Idle and Abandoned, the podcast where we discover the history behind the most intriguing abandoned places around the world. I'm your host Tessa, and today we are going to be exploring the past, present and future of Krakow, the medieval ghost town. If you want to listen to this podcast paired with some incredible photos and videos of this abandoned place, you can head over to our Idle and Abandoned YouTube channel. As always, I want to apologize in advance for any mispronunciation that may occur during this podcast. Krakow is a medieval hilltop town in the Matera province, which is situated in the southern Italian region of Basilicata. The history of Krakow starts in 540 AD, when the town was founded by Greeks who had moved inland. When the Greeks moved inland to the place where Krakow now sits, they decided to build their homes on a cliff which stands 400 metres above the ground. Although archaeological and historical evidence places the town being founded in 540 AD, the oldest current structures in the town, the old tombs, date back to the 8th century, which was between 701 AD and 800 AD. And in 1040, the highest point of the village, the Torin Normana, or Norman Tower, was built. The first written evidence of Krakow's existence comes from the year 1060, and shows that it was under the possession of the Bishop of Tricarica, Arnaldo. At this time, the town was famed as a combative and undefeated village, due to its advantageous status on the top of the hill. From 1154, a nobleman, Iberto, commanded the town under feudal rule. Feudalism was the social system most popular during the medieval ages in Europe, and was based on a hierarchical model where peasants or commoners worked and fought for nobles who provided protection and use of land. The nobility often held land from the crown in exchange for military service. The next ruler of Krakow was Roberto di Pietrapertus in 1179, and the 13th century brought the construction of the Krakow Castle Tower, which was built under the direction of Attendolo Sforza. In 1276, the University of Krakow was established, and the population started to grow rapidly as expansion of the town continued. By the next year, the population had reached 450. In 1293, the castle tower became a prison under Frederico II, and with the turn of the 14th century came the main church of Krakow, Chiesa Madre San Nicola, which was dedicated to San Nicola of Bari, Bishop of Mira. The 15th century brought more expansion and another rise in population, until, during the 16th century, the population had reached 2,500 and, in 1561, the village peaked in population and prosperity. The succeeding centuries saw an average population of around 1,500 people. 
In the year 1600, the first indication of Krakow's dark future came in the form of the town's first substantial landslide. But construction continued, and in 1630, the Monastery of St. Peter was constructed. By this time, the village was an agricultural community built on the production of grain, oil, vegetables, wine, and cotton. The monastery helped drive the village's economy through the introduction of science and religion. Legend states that at this time, Krakow was called Monte d'Oro, meaning Mountain of Gold, due to its wealth of wheat fields, but was in reality most likely known as Gracium, which means ploughed field. Unfortunately, in 1656, the Black Plague struck, killing hundreds of residents and greatly reducing the population. Krakow continued the next years rehabilitating from the damage of the plague. It was in 1792 when one of the village's most prized possessions entered, a religious relic holding the remains of San Vincenzo, the patron saint of Krakow, was transported to the town. San Vincenzo had been a soldier in the Legion of Tibea, army of General Massimiliano in 286 AD. He was martyred because he refused to renounce Christianity to worship Emperor Marco Aurelio. Inside his casket lay his mummified remains, dressed as a soldier and lying in a reclining position. Throughout these tumultuous times in Krakow's history, the village had been mainly under the feudal rule. This was officially changed in 1799 into an independent municipality, making Krakow an independent town with its own government. By 1815, the continued expansion of the town meant that it was large enough to divide into two districts. However, this expansion came to a halt in the 19th century when the town reached its threshold of expansion. This expansion had continued to put stress on the hillside underneath the city, and landslides and earthquakes were becoming a more common occurrence in the town. Two larger landslides came in 1805 and 1857. Often in December and January, on a rainy night, residents would wake one morning to find that half of their house had crumbled down the hillside. The turn of the century brought agricultural problems for Krakow residents. From 1892 to 1922, 1,300 left their town for North America after poor agricultural conditions left the land unusable for farming and grazing, causing a severe famine. It was during this time in 1910 that scientists understood the geological threat to Krakow and its residents. You see, the hill that Krakow was formed on is composed of clay-rich soil. This soil was part of the agricultural conditions that led to famine, as it created hardships for farming. However, it was also part of a bigger problem. As the hill is composed of different types of clay, it has different levels of drainage, making the terrain very unstable. Although parts of the village, particularly the older structures such as the tombs from the very beginning of the town's history, were built on solid bedrock, the newer expansions were built into the treacherous soil. Throughout the mid-20th century, recurring earthquakes also took a toll on the town, and in 1933 another big landslide hit. Despite understanding the dangers of the town and suffering through the agricultural and geological hardships, the residents of Krakow were extremely attached to their town, and many refused to leave. From 1959 to 1972, portions of the village were severely damaged following further landslides and earthquakes as the soil conditions deteriorated further. These factors continued to make the town more and more dangerous to live in. 
The fateful year was 1963, when a severe landslide hit and forced the mass evacuation of the last 1,800 residents. Some sources say that it was in 1991, when another landslide hit, that the last residents left. Either way, the displaced families were forced to relocate to Krakow Pesquiera, the valley below. As they waited for the government to come up with a housing solution for them, they lived in tent cities. Eventually, they developed these into the villages that they call home today, having received little to no help from their government. Some residents' love for the town was so strong that, even after the mass evacuation, they refused to leave. One story tells of a man who denied evacuation attempts and lived in the town until he was over a hundred years old. As the residents were forced to abandon their homes, the village of Krakow lay deserted and slowly crumbling on the clifftop. The magnificent castles built for the nobles still stand, although their insides have been looted and only their bare stone walls remain. The church houses an altar overgrown with weeds, its tower still protecting the bell which has long fallen from its weathered ropes. A bakery, its walls collapsing around the old oven that still stands there, continues to inspire images of the life once lived in this beautiful medieval village. And even the highest point of the town remains, the Terre Normana, bought in 1040, turned prison. Now it is a prison for the memories of a prosperous town, slowly being taken back by Mother Nature. But the story of Krakow continues. In 2010, the village was added to the World Monuments Fund's watch list, and the city has decided to recover the site by restoring what it can and erecting a fence to safeguard the remaining buildings from unsavory visitors. Present-day Krakow is still abandoned, however from May to October each year, the town comes to life once again as six festivals are held, filling its streets with those who come to pay homage to the Virgin Mary and the statue of her that sits within the church. There are also guides held for those who are eager to explore the village and learn about its history, with a fee going towards Krakow's continued recovery. Concerts and cultural events are also held in the town, and it has been revived as the set for many scenes in popular movies, including James Bond 007 Quantum of Solace and a Pepsi commercial. Some visitors to Krakow come away with stories of ghosts roaming the abandoned streets at night. However, Krakow's tour guides are adamant the city harbours no lost souls. Instead, they explain the sadder reality that the slow crumbling of the structures and the strong hilltop winds creates the groans that inspire these tales. Although it may be known as a ghost town, the lost souls of Krakow do not wander its streets with pale, lifeless steps. Instead, they are the former families and residents who now live in the valley below. Many of these families still privately own their old homes within the decaying town, further illustrating their unending love. Now they live under the looming shadow of their old town, a constant reminder of the beautiful home that they were forced to leave. Thank you for listening to this episode of Idle and Abandoned. If you enjoyed it, check out our YouTube and social media for more content, photos and videos of this and other abandoned places. Until next time, I'm Tessa, and this was the story of the hilltop ghost town, Krakow.